0: This is Ego Traves with another episode of The Flow Roll Podcast. Now, you know what kind of stuff I put out. If you like this show and you want to listen to more, make sure you go on over to theflowrollpodcast.com so that you can listen to the entire catalog of The Flow Roll Podcast and shop at our store. We're also on Instagram, so if you want to give us a shout, you can find us under the name The Flow Roll. In this particular episode, I have my wingman, my co-host, not my cousin Dan. Now, my friends. We have a very special guest. He's a small business owner of a few businesses. He's a jujitsu black belt. And he is the owner and operator of the Viana Brothers Academy located in Chicago. His name is Daniel Viana. And man, having this man on the podcast really means a lot to me. Uh he's he's such a charismatic guy. He's such a cool guy, and he's he's an ass kicker, man, and just a great dude, man. Just a solid dude. I, I hope you enjoy this podcast. I haven't seen him in a while, so we talk a little jujitsu. We talk, you know, some memories, and he's got some of the most fantastic stories, one of which is just fucking awesome, and he he really tells it well. I really love this dude. He's the best, and I hope you like this episode. So here's the show. It's cool. All right. So here we go. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. This is Edgar Otra Vez. And today, my wingman is not my cousin, Dan. Hey, he's got something.
1: He's got something. <laughs> That's it. It's going to change every episode. I decided. <laughs> I'm doing something different every episode. At least you're not uh, stealing someone else's shit. (laughs) I'm not doing primos. Yeah. And I'm not just sitting here silent anymore. (laughs)
0: And today I have a very special guest. Uh, This man, he means a lot to me. He's he's a black belt and jujitsu. Born in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Probably butchered that. Um, He's... uh, a good friend of mine, I look up to this man. He's a good guy. His name is uh, Daniel Viana. Hello, Sensei. How you doing?
2: What's up, Edgar? Thanks for having me in your show.
0: Nice meeting you, Dan.
1: Nice to meet you, too. Yeah. We're going to have to differentiate. Well, you call him Sensei, you call me Dan.
0: How about I, that? Is yeah, that I'll, I'll call him Sensei, yeah. And so, yeah,
1: so... Um, and not to be awkward, but I'll call you Sensei, too. you <laughs> I, I I want to be respectful, but, you know, it's going to keep it easy.
2: Yeah, no, no. You want to be respectful, but you're a comedian, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> retired. Retired yeah. comedian. Uh,
0: so um, there's, there's a couple stories that I really wanted you to, to kind of tell. But um, we'll get to the stories in a little bit. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, how you started with jiu-jitsu. You, were, you started uh, with martial arts at a very young age, but it wasn't until uh, you were in your teens that you started with jiu Is that correct?
2: Uh, yes and no. I actually started jiu when I was about eight or nine years old with Rose Gracie, the legendary Rose Gracie that unfortunately uh, died at a very young age in and, and Gladiacos my My father was friends with his wife at the time Angela Gracie and uh and that's that's how how we met him and and he invited me to you know I was a kid invited my dad to take me over to to Carson Gracie Academy where he was teaching at the time and i did and and I trained there for about a year or so, i think a couple of times a week when I was you know eight or nine years old, and then I stopped and then and then later, I started with martial arts again. I did capoeira, I did some judo, and then finally, I I met a guy that uh, was teaching self defense in our neighborhood. He was from the neighborhood. Uh, as a matter of fact, he lived in my building, and he started to uh, advertise he was going to teach self defense. And all the kids from the neighborhood went to this class, and that's how I started in jujitsu. This class were the most fun things, one of the most fun things I ever done because it's all the neighborhood kids and, and we all knew each other and you know we did a bunch of like crazy drills of bar fights and things like that and it was it was crazy you know, hell would break through. it was it was one of one of the super fun things that we used to do and like and was the beginning of my martial arts career basically
1: <laughs> like sanctioned violence <laughs> exactly
2: it was basically you know like he would you know, it's okay to be violent here. Three yeah. against two, three against three. You know, it was like you're in a room, and three guys had to take you out of the get it, catch you out of the room, or like throwing you out of a bar <laughs> and you had to defend yourself. I mean, it was it was madness, but it was so much fun when you're like you know 13, 14 years old. Sure, like that's yeah, it was awesome.
0: That's crazy. I, and I didn't know you trained like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's how it started, you know, like the self-defense thing was very,
1: very funny. That's a that's not it's the, not the only way to train. It's yes. the only way I want to train. No, it was you. Yeah, I mean, man. We, we
2: simulated, we simulated a bunch of fights and things, and you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, a couple of guys get hurt here and there, but you know, it was fun, and you know, at the end, of, at the end of the day, we're like crying, laughing, you know, because you're like remembering things and and kind of like re, you know, re, re, recounting the story, you know, and it was it was funny.
0: So. um... One of the things uh, retelling
2: the story, I mean. Yeah. One of
0: the, one of the things I wanted to bring up was is that you you were part of one of the first schools of jujitsu in Chicago.
2: We were actually first in uh, 1996. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a perfect storm. I came to Chicago. Uh, there's another guy from Carson Gracie here, Paulo Bezerra, very good friend of mine. Um, he was here. He worked for a a consulting firm, I think, at the time. If I'm not mistaken, Ernest Young, or one of the big ones. And uh, he was here, and he was he met Jeff New, who had who taught judo in sc- in a school in the suburbs. And and when Paulo Paulo Bezzero was here, he was looking for a place to train and found Jeff, who at the time was you know also interested in jujitsu and he was kind of like happy to meet somebody from the original Carson Gracie school from Rio, and they start training together. And then Paulo wanted to bring Carson Gracie Senior here to teach a seminar. For some reason at the time, Senior couldn't come, and and then Paulo reached to Junior, and Junior came. Mm. And at the time, I was already living here, and Ray Diogo had just arrived to visit me. So we all got together these five guys and, and, you know, obviously opened the first Carson Gracie junior Jiu-Jitsu Academy here in Chicago.
0: That's amazing.
2: Yeah, sure. it was 1996 and the first uh, facility that we occupied was, uh, was on uh, where Jay Valpo is, Hi-Fi, yes. right there on Orleans in Chicago.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And back then it used to be a, a ghost gym and we rented a room at Ghost Gym. That's... And that's that's how we all started
0: there. That's amazing man cuz it's like yeah. it's you you are part of I'm old legacy. fuck
2: I, mean, I just feel like I'm old That's it's okay
0: it's okay because it's like you're a handsome man you're a very handsome man you're you're aging well you're aging uh, yeah, well you know,
2: I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as you know saying that you know, but you, that, you know I appreciate it. you're very kind
0: uh, <laughs> look
1: at this guy's guns he's he's healthier than I've ever been in my life oh this
0: dude will pop your head off with guns dude <laughs> there's there's been a couple there's been a couple of times where I I rolled with him and it's funny because I'll I'll roll with him and there was one time because he used to he used to do this thing called the butterfly guard right he he would play butterfly guard and I was a, a dummy blue belt and I think I'm thinking okay he does butterfly guard a lot so I go and I I, I think about butterfly guard I look on YouTube all the stuff I can do against butterfly guard and so the next time I roll with him He doesn't do a goddamn thing about Butterfly Guard. (laughs) (laughs) I was ready for Butterfly Guard. No Butterfly Guard. And I got choked out again. And it was crazy (laughs) because there was, I think there was one time where you had me and you had pulled the collar across my neck and I wasn't tapping and you just pushed my head. I was like,
3: ah!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is, oh man, that's funny. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh it's the fun the
2: fun we have at Jiu Jitsu, right? Oh <laughs>
0: man, yeah, yeah. It's it's great it's to good. see you guys on the pictures. You guys are still still doing stuff.
2: Oh, we are training, man. We're training as a matter of fact. I shouldn't even be saying that, but in January we went back to it because I felt like I was missing out and I felt like enough was enough. I mean First and foremost, um, you know, I I need jujitsu to be sane. You know, I I need to practice. um, Then, you know, like you know, uh, October twenty sixth, you know, to twenty nineteen, before this whole pandemic happened, I lost my brother. Yeah, in, in a tragic accident, mm-hmm. you know, when he was climbing in in France, in Chamonix, France. So from that to the pandemic and no jiu-jitsu for i don't know so how many months in both of my businesses um you know the real estate business it's you know i do it on the side now i'm like you know part-time of both of my business the, ju- the jiu-jitsu academy and my gym kind of like you know i had to close
3: yeah and there's no yeah. income
2: coming in like, no income coming in and now I'll, I'll, you know I almost lost the the, the 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 fitness club and almost had to close it and you know, it was hard, man, not having jitsu. So at, at the end of the year, you know, uh, after all of it, I'm like, okay, I, I had it, you know, was my brother passing in a whole year of like, you know, very well, low points yeah. in the pandemic. I'm like, I got to start. So for one when, it, when it, you know, it came to the, the new years uh, of 2020, I made a new year resolution. My first thing was like, I'm going to reopen my academy in January, January 1st, the first week mm-hmm. of, the of January. And I did. And We, you know, just a few guys that were like training together during the pandemic and somebody's living room came back and more people start coming back for like two months to kind of like control the crowd and had, you know, just open mats and things like that. But mm-hmm. then, you know, uh, March came and I'm like, I open, you know, and <laughs> It's, you know, uh, you know, we put curtains on the front, you know, on the front and Mm -hmm. just come to the back and people come at your own at at their own risk. But now, you know, Mm -hmm. at the point we are now, you know, everybody's pretty much vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Everybody's vaccinated. So I'm
1: not too concerned. Yeah. But
2: yeah, but uh, but Jiu Jitsu is a very important thing in my life. And without it, it was was driving me
1: crazy. I I can identify with, you know, and, you know, my condolences to you on the loss of your brother. Thank you, man. I had a similar trip, similar road. Uh, So I, you know, I know how that like before the pandemic happened, you know, I, I went through a a, a similar loss and then, then all of a sudden I'm locked in the house. There's nowhere to escape to, there's nothing to do and it's all you can think about. And, you know, you got to trudge through it. You just got to figure And and the only way I figured out, uh, I just started running. Like I, I just. It's the only thing I can do. I can't go anywhere. There's nowhere to go. So I just started running every day, like miles and miles and miles every day is the only thing that kept me sane. So, you know, I'm glad that you've got your, you, that you've been able to get back to getting to the gym, getting to the, getting to, get yeah, jiu-jitsu.
2: Yeah. Throughout the pandemic, I mean, I I had a fitness club. So we couldn't do jiu-jitsu, but I, I was still going to my gym. With my business partner, we're like lifting weights, you know. So mm-hmm. I bulked up during the pandemic it was like, you know, physically in a way okay, but but not, you know, because it's going through all, you know, it's well, going through a very, 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 very dark time.
0: Sure. It's sure. um there's something about the community, and I've said this before. Um, and uh I've I, I believe that with jujitsu you you come for the betterment right you come to better yourself you come to you come mm-hmm. for the grind but you stay for the people you stay for the for the community yeah and i think that's that's a big part of, yeah. kind of what jujitsu gives people is yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: yeah but 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 not only the community like just the practice itself man because to me it's like it's like for some people meditation you know yeah it's it's, it's necessary yeah you yeah you know like I, i'm a different person when i'm doing it you know so,
1: mm-hmm. well, well that's that's where your peace is, you know. That's where you find your peace.
2: Yeah, I think it's like that's where I recycle, you know. That's where I can like, kind of clean <laughs> cleanse myself, you know.
0: I um, I I I think about Pedro. I think about both of you guys a lot. I think about you mostly a lot. I think there's, you, there's 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 three people, four or five people that I think about a lot. And these are people that have really kind of shown me uh, like what, what it looks like for, to be a man, right. To to, to, take you know, don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. It's just, I'm just saying like, I know I'm I'm complimenting you. I did this to John. John didn't like it either, but uh, (laughs) it's just, um, the, the the marks of of what I consider a man to be is he he knows how to handle his money. He he knows how to how to how to be good to people. He's charismatic, you know, and he has a sense of humor. But he also he can kick ass in some kind of way, right? Like like some of my like my I'm wrestling. Not,
2: I'm not a guy.
1: You're oh taught. man, I'm not I'm not a man at all like, by those criteria.
2: I'm a sissy Dad. I'm I'm, a CC. no, no.
1: no like, you you you're, you're all those
0: things. You're all those things. When when <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank When you. I when I started at 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 the Viana Brothers school when it was Pedro Viana. Uh I was looking cuz I I had gone like in the past I had my wrestling coach. He is like this. He is like this person that I described. I then I had my kickboxing coach he is also like this, right? Um, and, then, uh, and then afterwards, I decided I want to go back to martial arts. So I started practicing at different gyms. And I was looking for this type of person. And I'm like, does this person not exist anymore? Did I, do I remember these people differently than what they are? Mm-hmm. You know?" And, and, then, and then you came along. And I was just like, this is the guy. This is, this is, <laughs> this is the real deal. But there, there's a couple of lessons you, you, you imparted with me. That, that I think about a lot. And the number one that I think about is, is uh, manage expectations. And that helped me a lot because one of the things I was doing that was kind of fucking me up was I was kind of hiding shit from my wife. Like for example, going to jujitsu, like I would just you know, go to jujitsu and you're like, no, that's not the way you handle relationships you manage expectations. You tell her, look, this is what I'm gonna do and this is how we're gonna do it. And and then you kind of, you know, you you talk about it. You don't just do the thing and then wait for her to get mad. Yeah. Right. And so it was, I, I I had to learn how to do it and, and you came around at the right time because I really needed that piece of advice that really, really changed the relationship with me and my wife. Yeah. It took a little, it took a little time. Yeah. You know, but managing expectations was was huge for me.
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: I, it's like, I you think-
2: know, a lot of times a lot of times it's easy to overcommit or 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 do things that you really don't want to do and create like that pattern of repetitive like I'm not cool with this. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's and then, and ultimately, man, I think it's tell the truth, you know. Yeah. Yeah. However, however, it may sound. I mean, you 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 can't hide and, uh, from being sincere and, and telling the truth. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's what it is. A little bit, right? You you kind of uh, lie. You kind of lie. Yeah. Lying. yeah. You know? Uh, not 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 telling the truth or not you. being forthright. You're you're um, you're not telling all the truth, right? Yes.
2: Yes. Absolutely.
0: So uh, the other thing I um, that you kind of helped me with was I, I realized, oh, I can I can lose weight like this. <clears> is, this is this is just, you know, like I, I, I started believing that I I was stuck and I, I the you unstuck me. And that was the other thing you helped me with. And uh, I uh, but mostly like your your personality, your 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 charisma. But, but tell me tell me again, you're stuck in, in what? I was stuck in this place where I couldn't lose weight. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was I able to, yeah, yeah, I was, I, I was able to lose weight and that was part of what you helped me with. So now I know that I can lose weight, you know, like I can do it. Mm-hmm. The problem now is I gotta, I gotta figure it out. Like I gotta keep the weight off.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. Losing well, weight's not the problem.
2: That is something that, it's a lifestyle, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Most people are successful doing some sort of diet, but then after they accomplish for two weeks, three weeks, a month, whatever, they fall off. Yeah, because they go back to the old habits. Yeah,
1: you or know, they get to their goal, like they hit their they goal, to, or, and it's or, like, know,
2: "I was going to get to that, or they got yeah. to the goal, they accomplished that." Like, "Oh, I lost ten pounds. That's what yeah. I wanted. Now I'm okay." <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't work that way you know? and then so, you
1: just start doing all the stuff that got you up to that weight exactly. in the first place yeah
2: two things two things two things i say about losing weight for most people if in, if you don't have a, a illness some endocrinology uh, endocrinological problem or something like that it, it's simple math it's calories put and calories burned you know what i'm saying yeah the amount of food you eat the amount of exercise or activity it doesn't have to be exercise activity mm-hmm. you put in you know, and you got to balance that. And then it's it's like portion control, man. Fuck, I love to eat too. Yeah, I eat everything. Look, right now I'm eating pound de casio.
0: Oh, those are Cheese delicious. Bread.
2: If somebody came here and dropped three beside me. I'm like, I have to eat this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're yeah. like, oh, what about your diet? I mean, I'm eating three of them. and I'm not eating a dozen. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like portion control. So like. You want to fucking have ice cream at night? Then have ice cream. But no. don't have a triple deck Sunday with all <laughs> the toppings right. and all this shit. Yeah. Have, you know, a little scoop of ice cream, you know? What I'm yeah. Have but some
1: ice cream, not all and the and, there,
2: and there's another thing. Like, a lot of times now, I mean, there's so many processed foods, like, available. That's a problem. But a lot of times, it's like, we eat not when we're hungry. A lot of times we eat because we're anxious. We eat because it's just time to eat. I'm not hungry, but it's time to eat. And people just overeat, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: just got to listen to your body and try to like kind of
1: balance your intake, I guess. Yeah. So and people eat like it's a hobby. I know I yeah, do. I, I, I eat know. like, like it's my own hobby.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's awesome to eat, man. There's so many good foods to eat out there. So many good restaurants, especially in Chicago. Yep. But you got to... Try to balance it and make it a healthy habit you know that's that's what i do
0: so so um one thing i i wanted to, so i wanted to i can't wait i want to hear this story I've heard it from you before, but um it's uh we call it or you call it the story about el la sombra
2: la sombra yeah yeah everybody- loves this story man I don't know why
0: it's <laughs> fantastic <laughs> do you do you mind telling us no
2: i don't i don't so one day i'm at, at the academy right and and this dude tall black that walks in and and he has a hat on and he has a button-up shirt and some cargo shorts and very casually he walks in and he says i want to train jiu-jitsu i'm like that's wonderful man you came to the right place <laughs> um just have to take your information and got to sign a waiver so you can jump in class today. If you want to, you know, you just got here 30 minutes before class. So that's fine. I mean, we sit down, we talk, I got your info. Um, At the time, I I don't think I had a gi for him. So I'm like, you can jump in. Do you have workout clothes? Like, no, no, no. That's, that's how I came. It was a very like short, you know, that's how I came. Okay. You can train with a button up shirt too. I mean, it probably going to pop a bunch of buttons and you're going to go, Home shirtless but that's fine
0: yeah and, and you said that, that they're gonna be buttons all over my mat i don't want buttons all over my mat yeah i'm like no but
2: but this guy no no but that's how i came and he was like very like imposing his will right i'm like
1: oh okay <laughs> dude that's no
2: problem I'm
1: like, oh, in the right place to have the gym yeah.
2: class but not to impose your will like that but that's okay i mean you, you i'm find sitting that, here you find looking at out. you
1: like like i would ever like what no, kind of idiot I, this, would come this to point, this guy with attitude? This, this crazy.
2: what I'm being very kind and tolerant, you know, I'm being like, very like, okay, this, this guys, it's, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna find out. Yeah. So <laughs> have him sit and you know, I sit at my desk, have him sit in front of me and I'm like, okay, what's your name? It's like, my name is La Sombra. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, no, 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 Just no. I'm asking your name. It's like La Sombra. And then some, was still cool. I'm like, no, I know. And I, I told him, I'm Brazilian. I speak Spanish. I know that La Sombra means the shadow. I know that. So that cannot be your name. I mean, I really met people with all kinds of people with, from all over the world with very weird names, but nobody with the name of La Sombra. So what's your name? So at that point, he does this. Oh. He had a hat on. He had a hat on, and on the head said La Sombra.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this guy's a straight-up cartoon character. No,
2: man. I mean, bro. At this time, I'm like, I scratch my head. I make a couple of faces. I like wipe my face like my brother used to do. I'm like, come on, man. Tell me your name. La Sombra. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh fuck! I'm like, Ooh. okay. Your, your name is La Sombra. Fine. La Sombra. <laughs> What's your phone number? I don't have one. Okay. No phone number. Your email? Nope. I'm like, come on! You have to have an email. It's like, hey, I do. It. I'm sorry, I do, I do. It. Huh. La Sombra, blah blah blah. yahoo.com. I'm like, okay, La Sombra Yahoo.com. I'm like, you ready? Jump on the mat. So we go through class, warm up, it's like lengthy and all springy, he's jumping and we're doing all the warm up. The guy was, you know, okay, somewhat athletic, but we're doing it. And then it got to a point for me to show the position of the night or the positions of the night. And I don't know if I'm showing one or two or three positions, but Everything that would show, he would say, I already know that. <laughs> and I would show and he's like, oh, okay, 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 I got it. I wouldn't even be complete with my explanation. Like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Got, got. So we go through that and we come to sparring. And then I put him to spar with a couple of people. I don't remember what happened. And at the end, we bow and he comes like, how about me and you. Wow. I'm like, how about me and you? What? You don't spar? I'm like, I do. It's like, why don't we spar? I'm like, you want to spar with me right now? We just finished class, buddy. No, no, no. Just me and you. Like, let's see how it goes. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, what do you want to wrestle? It's like, no, no, no. Like, kind of everything goes. I'm like, everything goes. It's like, yeah. I mean, you know. I punch and I kick too. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. So you want to do that? No problem. I take my gear off.
0: Wow! <laughs> wow! And I, go, like-
2: and I go close to him, like I'm gonna, like you know, take him down. And he swings. I dodge, pick him up, single leg, lift him up in the air. Boom! Slam him against the wall. Boom! Take him down. Mount. Uh, slap him like you know. He, he falls, I mount. I slap him. He turns. I choke him. Nice. Five seconds huh. he, he gets up all just and he's like I'm like okay man just go home now get the fuck out of here it's like no, no 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 let's go one more one more one more <laughs> I do the same thing I fake an entrance it kicks it misses it I pick him up slam him against the wall at this time everybody was in the locker room like getting ready to leave the academy everybody comes running like to see what's happening I slam him against the wall I lift him up again boom throw him in the ground Mount him, slap him. He turns, I choke him out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Second time around, and then I'm like, enough, bro, go home. And he like, kind of like, he's kind of like, sad. He looks like, you know, like, you know, he thought, <laughs> yeah. he thought he would do better. And I'm like, just get the fuck out of here. And I walk. Everybody like that was like came out of the, at the locker room was like looking. I'm like, oh, everybody in the locker room. And I walk behind everybody. I, I would go in the locker room. I close the door. Like no. I'm like, guys, just leave. He comes back and we're talking, everybody's like laughing in the locker room, and you hear knock, knock, knock. <laughs> I open the locker room door. I see like, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm like Okay. okay. Everybody, everybody in the locker room is like oh. <laughs> I'm like, fine, <laughs> fine, see you tomorrow. Never came back. Never, oh. never
1: came back in years. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Google. I'm I gotta Google I'm less, less and <laughs> go. see like what this dude's up to. Like <laughs> go figure, man. Like at what point were you looking around for like cameras? Like, am I on yeah. punked? Like is yeah. Ashton Kutcher gonna I was pop gonna out of the co- closet? Or <laughs> at something? one point,
2: I actually wanted like slap him. And I'm like, I'm not gonna lose my cool with this guy. And then he comes out, he's like, <laughs> me and you. And I'm like, what? It was like, and Glass like, had, you know, that was over. Like, there's nobody there anymore. Everybody went to the locker room to like, you know, change. And this guy's like, let's do me and you. Like, I'm <laughs> like, are we on the wrestling?" i like, he's like, no, no, let's, you know, I kick and, he said something like, I can kick and punch too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, good, okay.
0: He, but, I, what do you think this is, you know? <laughs> Like, I'm like, okay, all right, let's do this. Well, didn't he tell you at one point? You know, that right, he had a- I was
2: already right, like fed up and pissed off at him. I'm like, okay, I wanted to slap him anyway. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Just like give me
0: the opportunity to do what I want to do. Yeah. Well, didn't he tell you at one point that he had like a a killer psychic or killer psychic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I have some story. Like he said something like, "I have a killer spinning back kick or something." You know, I punch and kick, but my I have a killer spinning back kick oh. or
1: something. Like <laughs> when you when you said sidekick, I'm thinking like Robin. Like he's got like he's he's like some some like knockoff Batman. Yeah. You know? Well, that well with the name La Sombra. It sounds like it. Yeah. 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 Like he, he's he's Chicago's vigilante justice, La Sombra. <laughs> Oh yeah. but it's funny
0: because it's like these kind of stories always happen with jujitsu gyms there's always a crazy person coming in Well well, well come on.
2: that was like back in the day man when people like saw the first UFC and like oh this thing's not legit yeah. there's <laughs> like Rorian and Rickson Gracie and like mistreating people that you know the karate guys that used to take fights with them and you was like <laughs> just to hand their their asses to you know for them and yeah but like this was like I don't know a few years ago I don't even know how long now several years ago but yeah I think this guy had some sort of like mental problem man
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's
1: that's fantastic I love yeah
2: it was a funny story I
1: I kind of want to find this guy I want to find La Sombra and Uh, and just take uh, him out piss me off the emotions like after and and talk to him you know yeah, what pissed me off the most was
2: <laughs> after the fifth time I asked his name, he did this with the hat, and he points
1: at the hat. He's like, yeah. "I'm like, on like, the hat, I, I, man."
2: I
0: just like, like, I like, I put my hand on my face. I'm like, "Oh man!" And, and, well, and he still wouldn't give you his name. He still would not To this day, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> Who knows?
2: Maybe, maybe his name was La Sombra. Yeah, yeah. Maybe
1: they, his parents named him La Sombra, and that's why he's so screwy. You know? Uh, yeah, maybe, just,
2: maybe, maybe his first name is La, and the last name is Sombra. And I don't
1: know. Uh, <laughs> no, no. his first name is Doctor. It's Doctor <laughs> La Sombra? <laughs> doctor La Sombra. Uh,
2: yeah, it was a doctor conducting an experiment that went very bad for him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, oh, man. So, let me ask a question if you don't mind uh no i don't and i don't want to step on edgar's toes you go for it <laughs> how what's the path how did you end up in chicago
2: oh yeah that's a good one too um my my mom was born in, in the united states my 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 grandfather was a doctor and he was here for he, he at the time he was doing some work at a I think at the John Hopkins. And, um, and then he went to New York for some, some, some work-related stuff. My, my, my grandma was pregnant and they decided to have my mother there. It was kind of like, you know, go back to Brazil to have the baby or stay here. They had an opportunity to stay there because he was a doctor. He stayed, had my mom in, in Manhattan, New York, went back to Brazil when my mom was 18 she came back to study here for for a year went back to Brazil and then met my dad my dad worked for IBM it was a you know international business machines like and uh, and uh, and she always like wanted to come and live in the United States but my dad never like really wanted to or could even get a transfer from IBM Brazil, IBM Brazil to IBM here in the United States so uh, at one point in their lives they got... Uh, separated it wasn't divorced but they kind of split and my mom had a friend who had a boyfriend who was the, the uh, director of operations for Varig Airlines It was a Brazilian airline that operated our Chicago you know like the headquarters that was here and this guy lived here and, and you know her friend uh, the, the lady that you know was uh, friends with my mom I say, my boyfriend's there. If you want to like try your life in the U.S. because she always want to come and live here, uh, he can help you. So through the help of uh, my, my, my mom's friend's boyfriend, she got a job here. And since she was a, a citizen, she had been born here. She had no problem like, you know, immigrating here. And um, uh, three or four years later, you know, I, I finished school. I, I was in college. And, and I wanted to come here to learn English, came to live with her. That was in 1994, July of 1994. Um, I was in school in Brazil in law school, and I left school to come here just to stay a year, learn English and go back. Uh, one year turned into two, two years into like losing my registration in, in, in the Brazilian university that I was in Rio. And I got a, you know, a, a job as a bartender, and I never wanted to go back. Hmm. And, you
3: know, it was kind of so, like
2: this. I mean, yeah, it was through my mom. And, and because she came here, I came here to learn English. And mm-hmm. it was to be one year and then became two years. And then after the second year, I'm like, I'm not going back to school. I'm staying here. Yeah. I got a job. I'm happy. And my dad yeah. and my mom said, OK, no, no problem. Three years later, my mom decided to go back to Brazil and I stay here by myself.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. So where, where in Brazil? Uh, where are you from I'm from Rio de Rio de Janeiro. You're from Rio? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was born and raised in Rio. I've always wanted to go.
2: <laughs> now a friend, you have a friend now that knows everything about Rio and can send you to, to a good hookup there. I have one of my best friends, is like a, a tourism guy there.
1: Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. See that? We're making connections. The flow role is making All the people's time. lives in better. The
0: flow. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so um the flow uh, never stops. No, never does. It never, never does. Um mm-hmm. so as far as like running the gym and stuff right now, it's it's great to see that, that you're running the gym. Like um that, that things are going back to normal. Cause I mean, I, I haven't been able to go back yet, but as soon as I can, you know, I would like to go pay yeah. you guys a visit and hang oh, out. Oh, anytime, a little bit. man.
2: Anytime. Yeah. Um this last weekend was very, very cool because um uh, Aaron Brooks Mm. open his gym in Aurora and uh, pick up all Jiu Jitsu is a new gym there that is actually taking the market by storm. Uh, He opened recently. A lot of people are like going coming from other gyms to him because he's well known. He's very competent, you know, very good teacher and and very sincere to the sport. So um, went to his uh, grand opening this last week. It was fantastic. Uh, taught a class with 82 people on the mats. Wow, it was over 100 people there. 82 people. There. It was crazy. It was the biggest class I ever taught, and uh, it was an amazing experience. Knowing that you know he came to me as a purple belt, got a black, uh, brown, and black with us, <clears throat> taught for us for many many years, and uh, now he's on his own opening. You know, or, you know, just opened his his own business with his girlfriend and. It's already you know hit the pavement running and, and it's already successful. It's it's so cool to see that, you know, the evolution of of Brazilian jiu-jitsu here in Chicago too. Like you guys asked me, like I started the first jiu-jitsu academy here in Chicago with Carson Gracie Jr. and these other guys, these other guys that I told you, to see now like one of my black belts branching out and you know open his own place and already being successful. It's it's a dream come true, man. That's it's awesome.
0: A- it's amazing i i, I follow him on, on instagram i see all that i see all the success he's yeah. had it's yeah good for mm-hmm. him man i know he's yeah. very he's very well known and very liked uh, in the mm-hmm. in the uh, in the community of jiu-jitsu so yeah yeah it's good to see and that he has that support it,
1: mm-hmm. from an outsider perspective as somebody who you know i'm not i i don't do jiu-jitsu uh, I've done other martial arts in the past, but, you know, I've never, I've never done Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or. Never, stu- never and, too late, man. Never too late, bro. I'm definitely not opposed to to learning, right? But Check there's there's I, I, definitely. I'm,
2: a, I'm a recruiting you right now. Come
0: <laughs> <laughs> You see? Right. I, I told you see? this man's
1: a salesman. I told yeah. you. I told you. <laughs> you no, know, I like it. I like it. But the, it definitely seems like um, with the people that I know that are into Jiu-Jitsu, it, it's more of that kind of old school uh, martial arts mentality that you kind of it's almost like mystical, like it's it becomes a, a huge part of your lifestyle. It's not just a thing that you do, you know, um, because like I have plenty of friends who were like in Shotokan or Taekwondo and it was in the same thing for me. Like it was just, yeah, that's a thing I do. It's some it's a hobby. Uh-huh. But like ju- for, for jujitsu folks, it's, it's part of your life. It's, yeah. it's a big deal. And like what Edgar was talking about earlier, where, you know, kind of going through these lessons, like life lessons that he learned by doing jujitsu with you, like it it becomes this whole, almost like spiritual thing. And I, I kind of admire that a lot. And, and it is, I think it becomes a spiritual thing. You
2: know, it's, it, it it's, it's a very, uh, uh a very enjoyable but humbling journey you know it's it's jiu doesn't end it's almost infinite now so yeah i'm here i am like a fifth degree black belt i have like my black belt now for 20 years and i still i still feel sometimes like like a beginner you know
1: there's so much it's to important
2: learn and so, so much to be to be learned
1: you know yeah it's important to have something like that in your life, whether it's jujitsu or whether it's something else. And I think that's something that probably like a lot of people don't necessarily have, but something that you're never ever going to be perfect at. There's yeah. always, you know, there's, there's always something about it. That's humbling and like, it can improve. Like for me right now, um, it's guitar. That's what, that's kind of my jujitsu for the moment is, is learning wow. guitar. And, and that's my favorite part about it is that. Something that I would like to learn. You know, oh, well, we'll swap. We'll swap. <laughs> we'll do jujitsu. I'll bring a guitar. It'll be a, it'll be weird, but it'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that that whole concept of like, I can learn this song and I, you know, there, I know plenty of songs that I can play flawlessly. And then, but, but then the next step, the next song, it's always humbling. It's because it, you, you can, I never can just jump right into it. No matter how skilled I feel like I'm getting, the next step is always humbling, and it's it's important to have that. Yeah, yeah, it's I agree, I agree.
0: So, like, um, like you're saying, there's there's quite a few people under you who started schools. Uh, There's, I mean, there's there's Pika Power, right? Aaron Brooks, there's Hurricane.
2: John Lawrence, is my John Lawrence... brother's first black belt. He's left a few years ago now. It's going to be, what, six years. I'm going to actually, by end of June, i have set to go to his school in, in Cleveland, Ohio, to teach a seminar and give him his second degree on his black belt.
0: Wow. So, which wow.
2: means that he's been a black belt for six years. So he's been over there in Cleveland for six years. And he is actually... Uh, a very good show of my brother's work because John is its super technical, like my brother was. It's very meticulous, very attention to, to, to detail, and he's been running a very beautiful, successful business in Cleveland since he opened.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: and yeah, also, he, like he started, he He went to Cleveland and then went to one gym and went to another, both of them are garbage, it's like I'm going to open my own from open his own, like people from both gyms that notice him, it's like, huh, that's a better place to go train and yeah. flock mm-hmm. to him. And that started and he's, a, he's very good. He's a very good teacher, he's a very good manager and he's very creative, very good with marketing and, and his business just growing and growing and growing and yeah. growing and growing,
1: man, it's mm-hmm. amazing. And, and what a super humble guy too, because he's he's, he's the first guy who's going to, he's going to say like, yeah, I have my own school and you know, yeah, I'm a black belt, but I don't know everything. You know, he's the, he's the first guy that that I'll stand up and say every, every month I have to change everything because I have to learn everything new, you know? Yeah. Um, And, you know, seriously. And, uh, you know, again, I don't want to tread across any boundaries here, but what a great tribute to your brother.
0: Yes.
1: You know, your brother that's where John learned how to do all these things that he's doing. That's where, that's where he learned how it all works. And now he's, he's teaching whole new generations of people kind of carrying on that tradition.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it, it goes, it goes, it goes to John and it goes to all the black belts that my brother formed. I mean, they all truly, uh, display, you know, the teachings and, and the time that they spent with my brother, you know,
0: I have, um, a funny story about your brother he um everybody has one bro dude i i was i was <laughs> he an was idiot. A funny guy he was a funny guy but yeah, you he didn't he was know-
2: a funny guy he was a funny guy not trying to be funny you know, like, to, <laughs> you know? well one he of was the very th- funny. he was very serious about what the shit he was you know he would, he would tell you he would never like he meant it
0: know, he meant the
2: stuff he he meant that he was serious he was like to the point, you know, like there's no bullshitting ha 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 with him. Yeah. It's like
0: You guys are completely different. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, what like, yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I've told you this. Well, I, I said I mentioned the story to you before where where John Lawrence stuck his foot in my mouth and and I, I ended up, you know, burying down on his on his on his feet. Right, so, so you just confess that you beat him. I did no. That's what you, he says.
2: it. You just did on video. I mean, it's no. recording. It, Dan, is, <laughs> Dan is a witness. I'm going to call John and say he admitted he <laughs> bit your foot. No,
0: he 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 says Dan I beat him. a
2: freaking witness. But so, anyway, so anyway, going.
0: this guy. um So of course, you know, I apologize. If he if he doesn't think I've apologized, John, this is an official apology. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. For you to think i bit you <laughs> Oh, you're
2: trying to like
0: uh-huh, I, uh-huh. If you, you're I,
2: trying to spin it that's okay I, I, continue the story.
0: Uh, so anyway um so this guy um uh, i you know he was teaching the morning classes when i started so he was my uh-huh. first jiu-jitsu instructor and at one point uh i would see pedro in and out but it was uh-huh. always like i would see pedro and i'm like oh there's a the black belt you know i'm like oh he's he's Pedro. He's, he's the guy, his name is on the door. And the way I found the school was I was looking for schools and I was like, well, I don't know who's the best school. I want to go to a decent school. Mm -hmm. So I look up um, tournaments and then I'm like, Oh, I can see who won tournaments. And so I went and looked at the winners at the tournaments and I saw Pedro Viana, number one, like he won first place. And then I was like, "Wait a minute! This is the same guy, whose name is on the door, on the school." Yeah. I was like, "Fuck yeah! That's where I'm going, right?" So I go there, right? I also had met him before, uh-huh. but um, but anyway, like, so I would see him, but he was this this big deal to me. I didn't, I didn't, I was a white belt. I didn't know anything about jujitsu, and he's he comes in and out. He's very strict. I know that much. He says a few words. He looks at me like I smell. And then he he goes away, right? So then one day, this thing happens with me and John. And so I still don't know him very well. But then he, you know, John, you know, told him that what happened, or at least his version of it. And then Pedro comes to me and he's like, if you bite me, I'm taking my arm home with, I'm taking your arm home with me. It's mine and then he just walks away and I was was just like, fuck (laughs) and John looked at me and he was like, smiling like, (laughs) but I
1: was scared to death. I was like, Oh no, the You're like holding boat. your hand over your mouth. I won't bite. I promise. I, yeah, I, was, buy it.
0: I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, like all this, the, the 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 angry black belt is gonna fucking rip my arm and he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna take it home and he's gonna hang it on the wall. <laughs> I was so afraid
2: of him, man. <laughs> that is funny, dude. That is really funny. Yeah, he was. He. Oh, it,
0: yeah, there, was,
2: uh, there, there are a lot of people who tell you stories of like like that, like oh shit stories with Peter. Oh shit. I hope I didn't piss him off or oh shit I pissed him off no I'm gonna die yeah oh there
0: was a lot of there was this poor kid he was in the locker room one day and uh Pedro had just said something to him and he walked away and I can't remember what it was it was just something like you know you you don't come enough or you don't practice enough something like that Mm uh-huh And then he looked at me and he's like, I don't think Pedro likes me very much. I'm like, okay, it's okay. He doesn't like anybody. He doesn't like me either. I just, you know, we probably deserve it. I don't know what we did, you know, but, but he was man. What, what an interesting cat. I mean, yeah,
2: definitely, man. Definitely. One of a kind. One of yeah. a kind. That that One falls a-
1: into that, like, like the old-fashioned, like, Shifu uh, stereotype from, like, like old Kung Fu movies where, like, Master never approves of you. Ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Never. <laughs> but, There's but nothing that you can do. But you're yeah. always trying to. But you're always yeah. trying. Yeah. And yeah. you're just never. trying even harder, and it doesn't work. Like, nothing. Oh, works.
1: no. He, he,
2: the, the, the bar he said was pretty high, too.
0: Yeah.
2: You know? There's always a high, a high bar, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was you know? I mean, he was he was such a character, man. But like and there wasn't he was, wouldn't was, sugarcoat anything. I mean, it oh, was just no. how it is. Yeah. But I appreciated that. I appreciate oh, yeah. I appreciated him telling me straight up, okay, you suck and you need to work on this. Or that's not the way there was things he told me too. There were times it's like, that's not the way you should be doing things. I can't I forgot what it was. It was something stupid like oh this thing happened at work and whatever and i was just talking to him just because you know and he was like that's not the way you do things you know and it was just like so clear to him you know it was so obvious to him and then when he explained it back to me i'm like yeah i'm like why why didn't i see it that way like it's no he, (laughs) he was
2: very he was very methodic you know he was very like pragmatic and methodic and you know yeah he, he saw he saw the world i think in in different in a different way too
0: he was he was also very very kind
2: yeah there one was one of the last I, I i called and i called since he one of the last samurais because there's like there's that, that different levels of you know pride and honor and kindness and you know what i'm saying it was different a different level like almost like unreached unreachable level to most
3: you
0: know he he there was one time there was a an older gentleman who showed up and he was he was much much older he was but in pretty decent shape for the age he was in but he he had to be like i don't know like 70 right oh i mean he was older and um, and so pedro showed him such patience in such kindness. He gave him a gi. He, he just gave it to him. He said, here it is. You know, it's one of the the ones we use. If you want to bring it back, that's fine. You know, or you can keep it, you know? And so he got on the mats and he, he told me like, go easy on him, do this, do this. But he didn't, he didn't hurt anybody's feelings. He was like, he didn't say like, oh, this guy's an old guy. Treat him nicely. He didn't say that. He's just like, he's new. Yeah. Be easy on him. And he <laughs> looked at me and I know what he meant. Right. And so I, I, um, you know, I went with the guy and he came, the guy came back a few times, but eventually he, he fell off. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to him and it was just like, well, you know, you know, like he never came back and he kept the gear. Doesn't that bother you? And he's just like, no, it's amazing that he stayed for as long as he did. It's a, you know, I hope mm-hmm. he comes back. Maybe he still will. And yeah, he, maybe it changes his mind. And come maybe, back. Yeah. Maybe he can. Yeah. It's amazing that he's that old that, you know, and he's willing to give this a try and whatnot. Yeah. it's yeah. like, wow, you know, like, okay, you know, like you're so, you know, like you're you're not exactly everything you portray yourself to be. Like you're you're a good person. And then there you're was a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's
2: not that badass that doesn't like everybody doesn't like anybody.
0: No, he had a heart, you know, and yeah. I remember him um like uh there was a kid who had gotten beat up at school and uh, this kid was talking to Pedro about what had happened. And he told him, look, you tell that kid to come here and and with you, and you guys can go out here. You know, and we'll see what how it goes. Because I guess something happened. I don't know the whole story. i, I walked in on it. Mm-hmm. Like I think maybe the kid got ganged up on. Right? Pedro hated bullies. Yeah, I know. I he know. hate he fucking hated bullies. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> And um, he told him, "You tell that kid to come here." Yeah. And I don't know what happened of it, but I thought that was so fucking cool because what he was trying to do was make it fair and protect the kid. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, of course. But
0: but but build a, a situation where the kid can defend himself, can can bring himself up in in, in the social status.
2: Yeah, of course.
0: But safely, and
2: I, be more conf- confident to do mm-hmm. it. You know.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. but but there was one yeah, time. But, you
2: know that that it, isn't that what, you know part of what jujitsu is all about you know
0: yeah. yeah get
2: get you know get the bullies out of the picture
0: yeah
2: gotta, the, the the kids that are being bullied like more confident to stand up to to the bullies and you know be more confident and you know give them strength more proud of them. yeah give them strength be more proud of themselves and stuff yeah yeah i yeah. recommend Dan, when are you gonna come train, man?
1: <laughs> you know, maybe any day now. To be honest, now that we yeah. can, it's starting to get to the point where we can go out and do stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. Hey. It's it, that that that's that's key. <laughs> so, I will. I will. No, tra- there's no. There's no more physical contact than than jujitsu. I mean, other than sex, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, let's not confuse the two. No, oh, no, absolutely no, no, no. not. There's,
2: there's no, no cross relation or, or 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 any anything that's, you know, similar to it. You know, yeah. one you making one you trying to make love, the other one you trying to kill the person. I mean, yeah. it's
0: very 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 different. Very different. Very different, that's but very...
2: I'm talking about the proximity, the physical contact That's all I'm saying. You know, that's yeah. all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I'm going to drag him with me when I go. I'm going to bring him with, and then you guys, you 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 know what I want?
1: I wouldn't mind. Sorry. I keep cutting in.
0: No, it's cool. Uh, I, uh, I'm still under Mac, but I haven't gone back yet. Um, the situation is such, there's people in my family who, uh, refusing to get vaccinated and they're, uh, immune compromised. So it, um, It's, uh, I don't know what to do. Um, the CDC says one thing, but I have scientist friends that say that I should probably play it conservatively. Um, I don't, uh, eventually I have to go back to work and, um, this person's going to have to deal with the rest of us coming back to the real world. So I, at the moment I have not gone back. It's been because of this kind of stuff, but, um, I'm dying to, man. I'm dying to go yeah. back. Yeah. I uh I probably promise- go, it goes
2: it goes back to that one of our conversations of managing expectations. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it goes back to it. It's like, what do you expect and how realistic is it?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know? Well, I because life, life must go on.
0: Life must go on. The show must continue. We have to keep going, and that's I, it. That's the
2: only way of conducting life. You yeah. can't sit still or stop or take a break. You gotta keep moving on.
0: Yeah, I yeah. told I moving told, forward. I told this uh, this person in in a in a meeting or not in the meeting, but it, like at a at a little get together that I'm gonna have to go back. The work is asking me to go back.
2: No, like listen. I have this conversation numerous times with different people, okay? Um, You don't want to get vaccinated. You don't want to wear a mask. That's totally fine. But the responsibility is on you. You cannot make me do the same thing or or not do certain things because your disbelief, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's up to you to do what you want to do, but I'm going to do what I need to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like the rest of us aren't going to bend to your will, you know. Exactly. I mean, it, it's unfortunately the world doesn't
2: go around us, man. And I'm saying we're just a little particle in this universe, so you got to go with the flow. Yeah. So if you yeah. your flow, if you, hey, right, you know, the flow, the, road, the, the flow, the, the, roll. the flow, roll. <laughs> Yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. it's like if you want to go against the current or there is a little side current to somewhere else and you want to jump on it go right ahead but you can't force me to do the same thing or not do things because you are not doing what's supposed to do to protect yourself
0: you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. yeah yeah I mean we have responsibilities
1: right yeah well,
2: we have- but it's not only that we have a life yeah. to live, bro. What are you gonna yeah. do? Exactly. You know, sit at home yeah. for another another year? What the fuck? And
1: and, and it's it's just the, the whole live, concept of like it's not just about you. You know what I mean? It's about all of us. Yeah. That's the yeah. you, you don't just and, get and, vaccinated. And, 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 and quite
2: honestly, man, yeah. I don't get it. What yeah. what does anyone think that not getting vaccinated it's better than get vaccinated? It's clear that will reduce your chances of getting the virus. It's
1: clear, yeah. and not it's just clear. that; it reduces the chances of you spreading the virus. It reduces.
2: It's clear. It's yeah. clear, and like side effects, man. There's millions of people have taken the vaccine. The side effects are like a mild cold or this and that, or a strong cold. Go through yeah. it three, four, five days. You're done,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. and
2: then you're fine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but a blood clot. Yeah. With six cases in six million doses.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, everything is blown out of proportion. People buy into this and they start living this life of fear and then like want to hold people back from doing what they want to be because everybody's going to die. Guess what? Everybody is going to die. (laughs) Yeah.
1: There's no escape from
2: that. So you want to reduce the chances of it? Take the vaccine. There you you don't, you want to expedite, or you want to, you know, give chances to the virus, go ahead, give it. And, but if you die, it's on you.
0: Yeah. I um yeah. I I've expressed all these things because the, the person in question, she she this person, she she's afraid of um uh she's had a bad experience with vac- vaccines in general, and she's been hospitalized, hospitalized a few times because of them. And she's she's afraid that... that
2: that that I don't think it is even possible. She has many bad experiences with vaccines and have been hospitalized many times. I mean, how many vaccines have you take? I
0: don't know. I just know that she's been in. The I hospital. took a
2: couple of vaccines when I was a kid in Brazil. And then I think I took one here like uh, yellow fever before going to Brazil one time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's it. Yeah. And every vaccine, you uh, have bad experience vaccine. They took ten vaccines for ten different people, and every time I got very sick, and I had to be hospitalized. Yeah. You've yeah. got to be kidding me, man! That sounds like a that sounds like a lie.
0: It sounds it <laughs> sounds exaggerated.
1: It just it needs- sounds like
2: a lie. Exaggeration is a lie. It needs. <laughs>
1: There's no, there's no gray area. No, there's what no, no what gray are you talking area about, with no, what are you not, talking about? not with it's
0: this not guy, lie. not with the not, not, no, not with, not with the Vianas, no, not not, 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 with this guy, not with anybody. There's no, no, this.
2: What the fuck is right to say, man? Because you can bullshit the bullshit, all right? Yeah. I
0: mean, seriously. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I just, uh I just got to do it eventually. Squash just it. it, bro. Squash it. Yeah. Bam. Bam.
2: I'm going out tomorrow without a mask. Pop,
1: pop. <laughs> well, uh, Edgar, yeah. I'll tell you this much. If there's one guy I know who could get me to go out and roll with him, it's you. So
2: let's go. Let's right. go. The flow get road, on baby. There.
0: All right. All right. We'll 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 make a trip. We'll make a trip to the Vyana brothers, then we'll go to Max. Then we'll go to uh and then we'll go out to uh, uh over by uh where Indiana for Hurricane Jiu-Jitsu.
2: Let's joke. Let's choke Dan, not your
1: cousin Dan. Let's yeah. choke him. Let's, <laughs> let's choke me. Yeah, because ch- that's your what cousin, it's going to be. It's Dan. just going to be an endless parade of me getting choked out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I, but I, I remember, you know, when we used to work out. I, I loved the whole idea of wait. So I get to, I get to hit and, and kick you and throw you around, and you're okay with that. I loved it. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I, I there were one, there was a few times I, I, I showed him a few things with the type pads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that guy's
2: ferocious, man. Thai boxer. A,
1: I don't even remember. Oh, I know why we stopped doing that because I started, I started doing comedy for real. Yeah, and I just didn't have any time. But you have a, you have a record, right, uh, Sensei? What?
0: Like a MMA record?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You fought a couple times.
2: I fought a few times. Yeah. There's several fights that I not even record anywhere, but I fought, you know, the most uh, notorious fights would probably be Matt Hughes. I fought Matt Hughes once. I fought Tony Carter once. I fought this guy that was a super tough kickboxer from the military camp, uh, Dan Strasser, I think. He fought the UFC too. All these guys fought the UFC.
0: That's crazy. Was yeah. that was that at the amateur level or? Yeah, amateur level. I mean, you, you, you wow. know, late,
2: very late nineties and early two thousand. Yeah. 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 Some. Some. Twenty fucking years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's still amazing, yeah. though, man. These guys that you are naming, they I mean, Matthew. Yeah, some big names. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah,
2: you know, like at one point, I think it could have gone to. The mixed martial arts career and and stuff like that. I mean, I was right in there, you know. Um, but then, you know, time goes by, and I got into real estate, and I was getting more paying more money not to get punched in the face <laughs> yeah. that made a difference you know you know yeah. <laughs> a that way, that time, you found a at way time, to have a at life time i would get like what eight hundred dollars to, to to fight a night and, and sometimes I spend it in medicine yeah. Or, or, <laughs> yeah or ice packs and shit yeah and and, 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 I, and I was like selling you know a three hundred thousand dollar home and making six seven grand and i was like okay this is a better route Yeah, yeah, (laughs) not getting kicked and not getting punched and make this bigger checks. I mean, it sounds a little smarter, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then I went that route and it was good, you know. But you know, yeah,
1: on one hand, you got a 50 50 shot of getting a concussion, on the other hand, you got a pretty much zero percent shot of getting a concussion,
2: yeah, and getting paid, you know, thousands of dollars. I
1: mean, I get, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah. no no concussions
1: and more money. I kind of got to go that
2: way. At MMA, the way it was at the time, and, you know, at the level we're fighting, there's, there's no money to be made. It was more for, for we fought for honor, we fought for the team, for Carson Gracie, you know, we fought for pride, we fought for all of that, but ain't no money. Yeah, mm. there, there was no money in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the same thing with kickboxing at the time. There was no money. You would have to go, no money. you had to go other places for, for the money. Yeah, Any, and even then there wasn't all that much to be able to like travel yeah. and all that.
2: Yeah, and even today, if you really look at it, I mean, only the big names are making the big money and everybody else is struggling. Yeah. It's like that the 80-20 like rule, but I, I would say in this one it would be more like a, a 95-5 rule. I mean, there's a five percent <laughs> of the fighters that are like making the big money because they right. have they talk shit and they're good on TV, they look good or this and that. But there's like a shitload of good fighters out there they're making
0: you know just the crumbs you know scraps i forgot who it was one of the ufc fighters was driving uber yeah, yeah. Man. she
1: she couldn't afford to like live after, exactly, after oh, giving
0: every
1: no i have i have friends comedies is the same way i have yeah, friends who, totally the same way man who yeah. are you know they're headliners i've they're, they're not like household names or anything but like they headline clubs and when they're not headlining clubs, they're driving Uber, you know, yeah, or they're driving, yeah. they're driving Grubhub or. or yeah,
2: you know, yeah. And I, 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 I hear, I was telling Edgar earlier, I like, listened to Joe Rogan's podcast and he's a comedian too. And, you know, in a while, he has other comedians there. The other day I listened to Dave Chappelle it was actually really good, very funny. And yeah, I, I know that it's, it's like, you know, comedians and actors, you know, yeah. MMA fighters, it's kind of like the same thing, you know? Mm -hmm. have a side side gig and the wait tables and and, then do shit like that drive ubers to like
1: you're not not making any real money at it until you make it to like that top tier it's like you you go from not making any money to making all of the money but there's no in between yeah
2: Uh. yeah it's hard to the the in between is very hard and that's how these guys struggle and a lot of people fight still fight for very, very little money you know so and at the end of the day, you end up with a concussion and, and, and no, uh, no retirement.
3: Yeah. No. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's <laughs> kind of a professional sports thing, too. Not, not just like fighting, but Football. As there are a lot of people. So I used to run ice rinks and, you know, saw a lot of kids go through like peewee hockey or figure skating or whatnot. And all the parents have the stars in their eyes and the kids have the stars in their eyes. You know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to make it. I'm, you know, and there are a lot of kids that really are good that you see, like they have the spark, they could make it. But the, the math that everybody forgets about is it doesn't matter what sport, if you're talking about fighting, if you're talking about hockey, you're talking about football, even if you're talking about baseball, the great equalizer is by the time you get to college, most kids will have had some kind of injury that's like, well, you're not, you're done. You're yeah. never going to be able to go pro because of that injury. By yeah. the time they make it to college, you know, it, it, and that's like the thing that people always forget to to add into that equation is your career, it doesn't matter how good you are. It's can you stay healthy? Yeah, it's true. It's you true. Know? I mean, for, for
2: most professional sports, that's, that's always the challenge, staying healthy,
1: yeah. you know. And, and they healthy
2: and trying to find, trying to find
1: longevity. Yeah. And uh, hockey in part, cause hockey is a, probably even tougher on the body than football is. Yeah. And just the number of kids that I saw over the years that I was running ice rinks, where, you know, kids, kids that it, it seemed really like, like this kid keeps it up, you know, he's got a future or figure yeah. skaters too, you know, they keep it up. They got a future. And the number of kids who—I mean, by the time they were a sophomore don't not, were in yeah, high school, yeah. you know, they—they—they they, they popped, a, you know, they popped their ACL or, you know, had some horrifying injury that's like you're literally never going to be able to recover from
2: that. Man, talking mm-hmm. about horrifying injury, how about uh, Chris Weidman? Poor guy.
0: Oh, kick, man! That don't you find that ironic? I mean, he was the I one. Find it,
2: I find it ironic, but ironic, but you know. That's a classical kickboxing injury, man. I mean, it happened to Wanderley's Silva when he fought Chris Weidman. Mm-hmm. It happened, I think, in the UFC one time before. Has I... happened in different tournaments, kickboxing tournaments. I've seen s- several videos yeah. of injuries like that where the guy kicks, doesn't even realize that his, his,
0: his leg TV is broken. And
2: everything, like, broken half. Yeah. And then, like, swings the foot back to put it on the floor, and it's like a piece of rubber, and mm. falls like, oh, fuck, that was bad. The first. No, I was like, Whoa. but Weidman is already like walking on that, um uh, on that uh, gravity, anti-gravity uh, treadmill oh. in two weeks, two weeks, man. He's already walking on an anti-gravity treadmill.
0: That's ridiculous. But like the first time I saw that injury, I saw it in uh, in a kickboxer. It's terrifying. It's yeah. crazy. I saw it in Dennis Alexio. And like you said. They oh yeah. That
1: dude. Oh
2: he, they don't realize in the time of the impact. I mean, they probably feel a little bit of pain, uh-huh. but they don't. They don't realize that the thing has broken in half.
1: No. Yeah. Well, and you're, you know, you're all juiced up on uh, adrenaline, adrenaline. adrenaline. Yeah, you're you know, you're, you're pumping. You're in the middle of a fight, you know. And well, not yeah. that I've ever been in a, you know, like a fight like that. So I don't know, but oh, uh, you. Uh, yeah. That's what, crazy. It's one just, of the
0: yeah. one of the things that happened with that particular kick in both instances. And I heard Wyman talk about when he did it to, um, Anderson Silva is that when Anderson Silva kicked him the first time he hit him with a destruction. So like, what's his name? Um, uh, Weidman blocked didn't block it. Like you usually block it with the shin. He blocked it with the knee. Yeah. And when, when you block with the knee, that's called a destruction is a, it's a Chikundo uh, the uh, def- defense tactic. It's what's uh, it's basically what you're doing is you're causing damage with the block. Yeah. So, so like it, the other way to do it, it has the- to,
2: it has to, the kick has to come in a certain angle and you're blocking like with the knee right below the, the patella, mm-hmm. you know, that's a very hard part of the knee there and that's how it goes, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, it it, it feels it's like bad. you, you miss that little spot. You got you gotta you got, you don't have a lot of margin of error there. Yeah. So yeah. You a, yeah. You go a little bit too low and now now your leg's gonna shatter.
0: Well, I mean you go lower, you're safe. Uh if you hit it right on the spot, that's where it's gonna break. So yeah, like yeah, like you your chances of, of missing that are, are pretty good. So the person who's blocking has to be paying attention to where the leg is going. Mm-hmm. So, so it's In, intentional. Yeah,
2: but it's intentional, but I think both times I mean it, yeah, I mean, you're trying to block the kick. That's yeah. intentional. But, you know, it's not intentional. Like, I'm going to block this certain way and he's going to break his leg.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, Weidman, Weidman said in an interview that he was intentionally trying to do the destruction. I Now, the destruction, I don't know what the intention was with the, with the destruction. It was like, you can do it to hurt him and then he's going to stop. I don't know if Weidman wanted to break Anderson Silva's leg.
2: I mean, the destruction means just one thing.
0: Yeah, destruction. Yeah. Exactly.
2: There's no, there's no half, halfway. I mean, when you do that, what you want to do is to
0: Cause disable, damage.
2: disable your, your your opponent. So yeah, perhaps that's why it happened to him. Intentionally wanted to break the guy's leg.
0: Yeah, I you know I can't I can't help but feel like maybe
2: maybe that's maybe karma is a bitch.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe he got what he deserved. Yeah, just, and I
2: shouldn't say and that. I don't, I I don't, I don't, that. I don't. I don't. even mean that because I don't yeah. think he deserved or anybody deserved yeah. that. No. Yeah. You, I take. You that never back. know. I mean, we're, we're playing with the universe here right now. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe it came back to him because he didn't intentionally. But who knows? Who knows? The thing is, like, if it's called destruction, there's only one intention behind it's to fuck you up.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. <laughs> you know. And then if you don't want to, if you want to deploy that, it's because you know you, you know what can happen. You know.
0: Yeah, well, the, but it
2: was it was a terrible terrible yeah. injury, and I don't I don't wish that to anybody. And no. just the recovery of that is crazy. But to see that this guy, obviously with the resources, is like walking on this the the gravity treadmill, which I have used before because mm. of my knee, mm. and he can walk. It's awesome, dude. That's
0: do you amazing. know that do, yeah. do you know how the treadmill works? No, I don't. Tell me more.
2: So you walk into this this. Plastic bubble, right? You walk in and you zip yourself. It's on top of a treadmill and that thing is inflated with air. Hmm. So depending on how much air they pump into that thing, that will suspend you more or less. Sometimes not even suspend you, but just take your weight off by like kind of like bringing you up with the bubble that's like you're inside, you inside know? so and it pulls you up basically. And you can walk or run in the treadmill, you know, but there's this art hoping.
1: That you were gonna say, so they put you in this bubble, and then they launch you into space, <laughs> <laughs> and there's no gravity. But that,
2: but that, that you know, it would make Elon Musk crazy. You know, he would be fucking crazy right now. There's somebody like creating something that would send you to space without <laughs> paying him bitcoins. You know? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> no, but yeah, but it, it's, an, it's an amazing piece of equipment It's this the the, the anti gravity tra- treadmill, and it's it's fundamental for, you know, crazy, you know, like for, for recovery of like bad, crazy injuries like that, you know, where, because like back in the day, people were like, Oh, you broke it. You got to like immobilize it for four yeah. weeks. You don't have to, you can do this. You can do that. Nowadays, they're all about like, as soon as you have surgery, as soon as something happened, you want movement, you want, you want blood flow. So mm-hmm. having that type of equipment is amazing to see, you know, that athletes can, you know, take 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 the advantage of that and and be able to like be walking in 15 days after some crazy traumatic injury like that it's it's pretty remarkable man
0: it's crazy i mean at least at least that's one thing you can say for the ufc and and just kind of what it's ushering in it's ushering in like a new era of like medical science right (laughs) they're doing (laughs) so much with with this kind of stuff
2: <laughs> they're doing a lot we, of we st- stuff, like neuro, neurological stuff, because mm-hmm. of the, the brain traumas and the concussions and stuff. And now they're like even like investing money in studies of silosubin. They use a psilocybin for for you know this this the brain injuries and stuff like that. It's pretty interesting, man. They they're mm-hmm. investing they investing a bunch of money into research for for this, this mm-hmm. sports medicine that yeah, it's all related
1: to to injuries in UFC. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we, we need all of this groundbreaking, cutting edge medical technology because people are just getting that fucked up in the ring.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, the extreme sports are getting more extreme, and people yeah. are doing more crazy shit. You know?
0: Yeah. You wouldn't happen to have maybe another another ass whooping story that you gave someone? Because <laughs> those are my favorite. <clears throat> well, you know, like back in the day when we
2: opened. The first Carson Grace school, like I told you guys, at at the Ghost Gym uh, basement. There, Um, I don't even know if it was the basement. I think it was the first floor. It was like a humongous gym, but um, we, the UFC, had brought so much attention to jujitsu that many people like searching for schools. Okay. So the first, like, when we first opened like there's a, a, it was like the the floodgates were open. I mean, a lot of people start coming in and signing up, with, you know, like crazy, like really quickly. I think we got like up to 300 students. Uh-huh. It was something crazy, you know, but we used to train so hard in Brazil and the culture was so different that with the hard training and the, 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 the brutality of of the the teaching skills of our some of our trainers uh, coaches and, and, and training partners um, is scare scare the people that came training with us <laughs> you know like at the same rates that we we got 300 students we lost half of them yeah because, because like you know like it was like kind of ninja training why are you training you would get you know, uh I hit with the belts or you know my brother <laughs> had that my brother had that bamboo stick remember the bamboo the bamboo uh
0: the bamboo stick yeah
2: stick or or he's like uh it's like kempo the kempo uh bamboo sword or something like that so yeah we used to like we used to brutalize people man <laughs> so, yeah. so
1: it was like like old yeah because movies like this like
2: that's all we knew, and all, all of a sudden, we hear <laughs> opening a jiu-jitsu school. Obviously, there were people that wanted to become fighters and wanted the, the art, but there was also a lot of people that wanted to, like, no, oh, I'm going to check it out and see what it is, and maybe I'll learn something cool, or maybe it's just an exercise. And we, At the time, we didn't have that community mentality. If you're there, you're a warrior, and you're going to get your ass kicked until you, like ready to go fight and kick somebody's ass. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so we brutalized students, man. And, I, and then there's one guy that came for about a month. And he came with that, he came for that, with that intention of guys that come to like challenge you. Challenge you. Ah. I think he held like a couple of black belts and different things. And I was at like, a, just a purple belt at the time. You know, when we opened, I was just a purple belt. And this guy would come and he would spar with me. And every time he would spar with me, I could see his face that he wanted to cry bad. <laughs> you know, he was like, fuck. He was, fuck. He was always like, you know when, like, guys hold their lips and the lips are still, like, <laughs> <laughs> quivering. The lip is quivering. quivering. And he's, like, trying to bite him.
1: <laughs> like there's, there's one <laughs> tear, see, just like, like the
2: little, yeah. You yeah. can see like the, the, like the little, little like tear on the side of the eye. and he's like forced in the eye, and the eye shake until like he wouldn't <laughs> cry, but he was at a point of breakdown. And for a whole month, Monday through Friday, he would show up, he would take the class, and he would spar with me, and he would live almost crying. <laughs> <laughs> if one month later, man, like it was a whole month of that until he realizes like, man, I'm going to continue to get my ass whipped because he always came like fast and furious. Like today I'm going to get this motherfucker and I would <laughs> hand his ass to him. Like every day I would make it worse because he would come harder and harder mm. until like a month. I'm like, this guy's going to either break down and it's going to become the greatest jiu of all times. Well it's not gonna last much and less long and, and and said and done. A month later, he never came back.
0: <sighs> That's too bad.
2: But That's every so- time we train, bro, I could see his face <laughs> that his pride he was swallowing his pride, his black belts, he was thinking, My black belts don't mean shit. Yeah. We could start standing up, we could start on the ground. I would take him down and I would grind him and choke him out every time, two, three times in one row, four times in one row, five times in one row. Start getting less and less. It started getting tougher and tougher. But he realized that he, he still had so many years to go, and he probably, like, I'm going to quit. And he never came yeah. back. That's <laughs>
0: horrible, man. That's too bad that he quit. Because that's not – that's not. Yeah, and he wasn't
2: and I was nice, but, like, you know, these guys, they, they, <laughs> you know, a lot of them came, like, wanting to challenge us, you know. Yeah. And I was there to prove a point, you know? I, just,
1: I, like, I like the idea of it being like, you're not here to learn. You're here for me to kick your ass. I love, oh, love yeah. that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, yeah it was a We're wrong just,
2: approach bro it was a wrong yeah. approach. <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely not commercial definitely not commercial it would be probably a good sense of like maybe three or four disciples and students and nobody else i mean it would be a very good and poor sensei you know what I'm
0: well i mean even now i mean I, i'm sure it's not like that now at the gym but i mean even now like the 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 class is rough it's an hour and a half it's yeah. warm and half an hour of warm-ups then a little kind of like, you know, some some, some technique, you know, and then yeah. the rest of the class, you know, sparring. And yeah, yeah, I, you know, over the years I changed a little bit, you know, uh-huh. like especially now we're
2: focusing a lot, you know, since I came back in January, we're focusing a lot on, on stand up too. So we're doing, you know, usually it's about 20, 25 minutes of warm up, mm-hmm. including like 15 minutes of like stand up drills and stuff. Oh cool. Yeah. And then I do, you know, another 20, 25 minutes of one or two or maybe three positions, depending how complicated or simple they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and most of my stuff is all basic stuff anyway. Yeah, and, and then we spar for a half hour or more, you know, depends on how many people on the mats. Yeah. Well, so yeah, it's it's roughly an hour and 30 minutes. It's it's yeah, for most people intense. if you never did jiu-jitsu and you go to one of these classes, you will be sore for about a week, you know, yeah. but, you know, it's it's just how we do it.
0: It's just, yeah, it's just how it is. I mean, people, people, I mean, it happens all the time. People show up, they they take a class or two and. You yeah, know, like, you don't... fuck no. What yeah. the fuck am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm paying to
2: get humiliated and brutalized. No, I'm not going to pay for that.
1: Uh, now that's that sounds like I'm the kind of weird cat that that sounds like right up my alley. It's like, yeah, like no, good. I need that. I need the humble. I need I need somebody to make me feel like garbage. Well there's <laughs> a, there's at least well,
0: 50 guys and a night at Vienna <laughs> Brothers that could do that for you. With, <laughs> a, smile,
2: with a smile on the face. And they will thank you. They're gonna say, Hey, thanks for coming today.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's gotta be it's gotta be Edgar. It's got to be edgar edgar you got to humble me because it, yeah, it can do it, it it'll, it'll do balance it. it out you yeah. no, get the no, word assault no, from me all... every night with this podcast <laughs> and then you can no, assault but, you me know, with the jiu-jitsu
2: with all seriousness i mean i don't want to scare anybody that's considering doing jiu i mean we're not we're not there to brutalize anybody and that was back <laughs> in the day that was back in the day now now we have a community there's like you know a bunch of tough guys but it's like you know people from from all over the world all paths of life Um, you know, like jujitsu is for everybody. There's no sex, religion or anything that it's, there's nothing, you know, how can I say this? I mean, there's, there's, it's a place of, 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 of neutrality, you know, it's neutral. There's no sex or religion or anything that brings anything to jujitsu. I mean, jujitsu is there on its own. Everybody that, come, that comes to our classes can train with us and we'll feel at home and we'll learn jujitsu, and we'll take the best they can take out of it, you know? Mm. If it's not just the, the philosophy behind it, it's the workout or the knowledge or this, this, this long path of, of, of discovery, basically. It's for everybody and, 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 and you can show up at our class anytime and, and you're going to feel, feel what I'm telling you. You're going to feel comfortable to be there and to train with us and and to come you're gonna you're, you're gonna feel the need to come back Vianna,
0: the Viana brothers um and mac like all those guys like it's just the greatest bunch of guys i mean it's just like just i'd love to be in at Vienna brothers you know i i you know and it's like the same kind of guys at over at max it's like all the kind of same people it's yeah, yeah it's just great and, yeah uh,
2: Mac, Mac is it's a guy that trained with us like in the beginning too and he's he was close to Carson Grace's you know, senior and, and and he's legit and he's he brings all good energy to 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 the mats and knows a lot of stuff is you know' have a lot of respect for him he's a great teacher great friend and uh yeah i, I like i like his style yeah it's just, it's a true old school Carson grace Jiu-Jitsu.
0: yeah that's what he likes to teach yeah um, but yeah, man, I really miss you guys. though. So I really yeah, come come every once in a while, man.
2: The doors sure. are always open, you know. They're always, always open. Come over and you know train with us. You know, you should never la- have left the city. That's on <laughs> top.
0: Dude. I like I like having a nice house, but man, I I miss being able to go and just get to- train jiu jitsu, yeah, and train jiu jitsu and just like because I mean, train jiu jitsu, the Brothers, yeah. I I would ride my bike to to. Uh, jiu-jitsu in the morning i remember man it was a good time yeah but anyway anything you want to plug before we go
2: no man Uh just uh appreciate you know being on the podcast always an honor you know you uh, nice meeting uh, your friend now your My cousin God. dan then i <laughs> uh, okay. then now can go to to rio if you wants. So i'll hook him up <laughs> There you go. Uh, can start. There's no excuse not to t- start training jujitsu anymore. You know, you can hold him yeah. accountable, Edgar. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I will give him shit. If you want, I can call him and give him shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you ask me to do that, I'll do it. Yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. I'll give you your, I'll give you his Instagram. You can, You can I'll
1: I forgot I had an Instagram. There, there you go. Are, You're in trouble you now. <laughs> now
2: that, that he forgot first, now he doesn't want to look at his. Instagram. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. He's gonna be yeah. like when you come into jujitsu. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah,
1: I'll see that like two years from now, be like, what's oh, but yeah. uh <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but just like I said, you know, I'll be in, I'll be in um I'll be in, uh, Cleveland, Ohio at the Hurricane Academy. If you know somebody's from Ohio is listening, I'll be there to teach a seminar. It's gonna be uh, June twenty-eighth, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, it's the end last last weekend of June. And um And, you know, come train to Vienna Brothers, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are in um, Logan Square, West Bucktown, Logan Square, twenty-one twenty-eight North Milwaukee. Uh, We have um, 10 a.m. classes right now, and then 6.30 p.m. classes for adults, and uh, 4.15 classes for kids, 4.15 p.m. on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. That's our schedule for now. There you go. Uh, um, And also, no, just I take it back uh and also uh muay thai with jeff hawks oh yeah oh, cool Five thirty, five thirty mondays Wednesdays, and fridays if i'm not mistaken if uh yeah that's some some tuesdays and thursdays too i mean they're all they're always there trying to kick each other and punch each other yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no jeff is a tough <laughs> guy man yeah man he's, he's been he's been running good like uh mma
2: and, and, and kickboxing classes man
0: yeah no he's that guy's made a Not
2: kickboxing muay thai. Muay
0: thai. Oh, muay thai muay thai there you but, go so-
1: And let's not forget, important, important from a marketing perspective, Viana Brothers is endorsed by La Sombra.
0: (laughs) La Sombra. Uh,
2: I I like endorsements, but I I don't think I I need La Sombra's endorsement. I'm that guy. I I actually don't want La Sombra's endorsement.
0: (laughs) <laughs> all right well thank you so much sensei for coming on uh this thank you is, man i appreciate it this is the, the black belt daniel viana the amazing the very handsome daniel viana thank you for coming on <laughs> He just made yeah. a cute, face and now my cousin dan this is Ego otra Vez. thank you so much for coming on the floral podcast i hope you guys enjoyed the show
2: thanks hey let's do it again one of these days man thank you absolutely so
0: much. anytime you want the door is open Thanks so much, and have a good night, guys. I
2: appreciate you having me over.
0: The song you're listening to is titled Selva by El Neon. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. Make sure you use my referral link in the description. Every sign-up or purchase you make gives the show a nice little kickback. Also, make sure you head on over to theflowrollpodcast.com where you can find more of my episodes and shop at our store. You can buy yourself a coffee mug with the logo on it, or maybe get yourself a throw pillow or a shower curtain. You need these things in your life. You need a Flow Roll podcast shower curtain. If you wanna give us a shout, head on over to Instagram, rerun under the name, The Flow Roll. And don't you forget to like, subscribe, comment, and press all the buttons that make the podcast gods happy man, this episode really meant a lot to me. I hope this will inspire you at the very least to try jujitsu as soon as you can. I know the pandemic has affected things like jujitsu, but if there's one thing you can do for yourself is is find yourself a community like the one that you can find in jujitsu. They're they're not all the same, but if you're looking for one and you're in Chicago, I highly recommend you run over to Viana Brothers in Logan Square. Don't you worry, I'll make sure to put everything in the description so that you can find Viana Brothers Jiu-Jitsu Academy in Chicago. Thank you so much, uh, not my cousin Dan for co-hosting, but also thank you so much, Sensei Daniel Viana. You coming on the show today really really meant a lot to me. Thank you so much. I'm so I'm just so grateful for knowing you. Thank you so much. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you next time. Bye.